Blog Talk Radio. Lots has happened. 
Now, I'm messy. For those of you new, I always have to announce this. I am messy on this show, so if you hear me drinking, eating, I mean, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I do that on here, okay? So, it's so much stuff going on. Y'all. Jaguar, right? Oh, my God. We got to talk about that later. I, I want to save it for later on in the show because, <gasps> I mean, what has happened in the course of this week, in the course of the last three weeks with Jaguar, right, is crazy. And to be honest, listen, I don't believe every, I don't know, I don't want to say that because I like Jaguar. I, 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 and I'm rooting for Jaguar to win. But there are some things I believe in, some things I'm not so sure of, as she says. But for the most part, I do believe a lot of the things that she says. And, I mean, I'm on the fence about some things, okay? But what has happened, what she, she's been escalating in things that she has been saying about the industry and certain people that she has been hitting on for the last couple of weeks. And listen, this week, the shit hit the fan, and here's the thing: if you did not believe Jaguar right, you might believe her a little bit more now, because in one week, I mean, if you've been following her like I have, we'll talk about it a little later on in the show. I mean. kind of crazy. 2023 is kind of crazy, okay? We'll talk about that. Um, then, you know, we got to talk about Lori Harvey. <laughs> Y'all so excited about Lori Harvey running around here dating. I don't know if Lori Harvey be having under contract with these men dating these men or what. <laughs> What's she dating to do from Snowfall? <sighs> it's a lot. Oh, my goodness. It's such a lot. <laughs> um We'll talk about that a little later on the show and how I feel about Lori Harvey. I think I got to touch on that a little bit on Saturday, but I'll talk about it a little bit more today. We'll also talk about Naomi Osaka announced that she was pregnant, so we'll talk about that. I'll tell you my opinion on that. Babies are a blessing. That's what I'm going to start off with, okay? But I do I got some things to say, okay? Talk about Neo. There's some story I want to talk about with Neo, and I didn't get to talk about it. I think I hit on it a little bit, but not much. So we'll talk about that, and we'll have a whole lot more stories that we got to get on. Oh, my God, the tea is crazy. I've been finding out, I'll come tell you. Mm. This has been tea week. Listen, no, 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 no. It's been a tea week. A tea week. I've been getting a lot of tea. <laughs> That's all I'll say for y'all. You know, here's what I'll say. Let me just say this about life, about something. This is an it's a word moment, I think. Maybe we can have an it's a word moment right now. People can try to come for you in life in various ways. And you know what? Has we When I get back, I'm going to take hit a couple of news stories, but then I'm going to go right into this Jaguar right story. And I think this is gonna, this is kind of relevant for Jaguar, right? But let me just say this, okay? For y'all out there who may be going through something, you may be feeling like you're being attacked psychically, spiritually, mentally, or something like that, drained by people, vampires, and stuff like that, maybe in your life or something, or you know, 
let me just tell you, always sometimes listen to your gut with people, with people and things. You know, listen to that some, sometimes the voices inside. I mean, it's not always easy because, you know, you got to go through a lot to to hear, to sometimes, you know, be able to hear what some people, what you know, I would deem the voice of God or, or a spiritual voice of God that's trying to lead you the right way. It's so, sometimes it's hard to clear the cobwebs. But a lot of times we, we really do, I mean, I'm a person that believes that whatever you need to know, it's going to come to you. And I'm such a, I'm a Scorpio, so I'll be, the TV, TV coming to me. <laughs> so I think that people, you know, people, what you can, whatever you need to know in life about anybody in your circle or whatever, a lot of times you usually know it first. You usually have an idea, but you don't want to believe it because you're just trying to give people chances. You're like, damn, I'm going to try to get them a chance. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to get this person. And you be knowing it would be something, like, gnawing at you, but you're not sure. This is a year. This is my personal belief. 2023 is going to be a year where you got to have some clarity. Like, I said this before about 2020. I felt clarity was in order for 2020. But this is just a drop of it, like clear, clarity with discernment, like eyes opening to shit. Like you, could, like you gonna be like, oh no, nah, this 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 person ain't right. I don't know if I need. I don't, I don't need know if I need that. Or, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't think. I feel like we we're, we're not gonna have to. We're gonna we're not gonna play too much with with allowing. With what we allow, like immediately when you feel something, we might start cutting people off immediately because we in that kind of spiritual warfare right now. That kind of movement, that kind of it's something. It's it's a lot going on, and this week when I saw that with Jaguar, I was like, oh my god! It really brought it more clear to me. To me, she was a lesson. She's a little bit of a lesson for all of us a little bit this week. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to save that. I'm going to save it. Let me talk about that a little later on in the show. But first, when I get back, we're going to go into some of the news stories. Uh, and um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to talk, talk, talk about the rest of Love After Lockup first. I may. We'll see. I think I may. I think I may hit on the rest of the – what did I have? I had two more couples. I think I hit Derek and Monique. I did talk about Derek and Monique, and I talked about um, – I forgot the other, uh, oh, I didn't get to Gabby and Chris. Okay, so we'll talk about Gabby and Chris from this week. And I think I was I had one more. I was going to do two couples, I mean four couples, and two more I had to go. So, okay, so we'll, I'll try to hit on the two couples from Love and Lockup. I will try, okay, uh, before the show's over. But we're gonna get we're gonna do a couple of news stories and we're gonna get right into Jaguar right because child it has been so much going on. <laughs> oh Lord, up uh, just a hot mess. Okay, so let's take a break because y'all gonna need this break to get get your get your drinks or get your your, your food snacks or whatever you're doing if you up late listening to the show. Get your <laughs> so we can have a discussion about this, baby. 
It's crazy, okay? So we'll be back in a moment. Meanwhile, let's listen to a little bit of music. Let me start y'all off with one of my favorites, Alexander O'Neill, Never Knew Love Like This. It's the CC Show. I'm Carlotta. Up late. I am. I'll be back in a moment, y'all, okay?
Okay, probably one of my favorite Janet Jackson songs, Spending Time With You. I love that one. That's a dope song, okay? Oh, so sexy. Oh, my goodness. I love a sexy song. <laughs> That's sexy, all right? It's the CC Show. I'm Carlotta. I am back. So let's get into the news in these streets, okay? Because we haven't been able to talk, you know, talk news this week. But Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm not gonna laugh at y'all president. <laughs> See, this is why you can't be petty. This is why you can't be petty as president. You remember? Let's talk about. Let's go back to when Obama was first entering the White House. Remember when people were saying to Obama they wanted George W. And if any president, okay, should have been brought up on some charges, it's George W. and Dick Cheney's president. I said George and Dick, because it was really Dick, okay? But I digress, because I'm scared. I'm scared of Dick Cheney. But I'll just say that if anybody should have, it should have been them. And a lot of people was asking Barack Obama, and they was like, yeah, you're going to put charges to Hubane, right? People, because they did some wild shit. Just go back and look, <laughs> look at the presidency of the Bushes, okay? But Barack Obama wasn't going to be petty, even though he had every. Even though he had every reason to be petty, Barack Obama's like, you know what, I'm not going to be petty. I'm not going to do that. Because you know what, I don't want nobody to get me for my shit when I come out the White House. Because you know why? Everybody in the White House gets their hands kind of dirty. If you end up being president, your hands don't get a little dirty. Just the nature of the game. So Barack's like, even though I got it's tons of shit I can get them for, yeah. Let's wipe the slaves clean. What they leave little notes for each other and stuff. They probably saying, you know, like George left a little note for him. He leaves a little note. <coughs> it's all friendly until Donald Trump. Because, like I said, Donald Trump is is a dinosaur in the game. He's not like everybody else. He ain't playing like everybody else. Okay? So now you got big money in the back trying to say something, we need y'all to put something on his ass, okay? Because if not, we gonna, he's a problem, right? So here comes Joe Biden. <laughs> doing what you know, no, most presidents just simply don't do, which is, you know, get each other in trouble because they know it will, it will be an ongoing thing on and on and on and on. And on and on and on. But not the Biden administration, They not the Democrats. They let the powers that be convince them, hey, you need to go on after Donald Trump. The problem with that is that somebody's going to come after you. <laughs> it's gangster. They like gangs out in the street, Poli- political gangs. <laughs> Political bloods and crips, political, uh, it, what is it, MS-13s. I mean, that's what the, it is up in there, up in the, up in the White House, up in, up in Democrats and, and Republicans. They gangsters, okay? So let's listen to this report about White House facing new questions after more classified documents. Remember, they were on Trump at Miralago when they did a raid. All presidents come out with some shit, okay? I mean, you know, you be coming out with shit. You you got documents and paperwork. I mean, it, it really wasn't a big deal, but they tried to make it a big deal. 
But guess who's got documents at his house? And his funky ass wasn't even president. Joe. <laughs> he was a VP. <laughs> oh, I wonder how many Dick and George had. Hey, my business. Miss Cheney, I ain't trying to get on nothing. I don't want to know what you had at your house. Ain't my business. Okay? I'm sure they ain't even checked. That's how scared they are of dick's ass, okay? But let's listen to this report from ABC about uh, White House uh, uh, facing this problem now themselves, okay? So let's check this out. For more on this is Elizabeth Schulze. She's live at the White House now. And John Cohen, he's ABC News contributor, former acting undersecretary for intelligence at the Homeland Security Department. So, Elizabeth, let me go to you first. You're there. There's the president walking uh, across the lawn, not answering questions that are shouted over the helicopter. I never blame presidents for not trying to get in a conversation like that. But what else is the White House counsel saying about this discovery this weekend, these additional documents? You know, Terry, we're always going to keep trying to shout over the helicopter, sometimes on occasion it works, so why not keep shouting at least? But look, here's what we know. These are the latest statements from the White House Counsel's Office and from President Biden's personal lawyer. Basically, we know that this search was underway from President Biden's personal attorneys after that initial set of documents was found at the Penn Biden Center think tank. They went to look at President Biden's home in Wilmington. They found that set of documents in the garage of the Wilmington home, and then that was in December. In January, there was one more document found in early January in a room adjacent to the garage. And then last Thursday, when they were cleaning out that room adjacent to the garage, five more documents with classified markings were found in that room. So a total of six in that adjacent room. That's on top of those documents that were in the garage. One of these issues that's been raised in these statements from the White House is the fact that the president's personal attorneys didn't have security clearance. So they found these boxes, and they immediately stopped their search because they didn't have the clearance to look inside them. At that point, it took someone who had the clearance to come and check it out, and then they say right away those documents were handed over to the Justice Department. All right. So, John, uh, we don't know what's in these documents at this point. The White House counsel says a review is going to show that they were, quote, inadvertently misplaced. But as, as Elizabeth just says, they were misplaced in the garage, in the room next to the garage, in his office uh, here in Washington that he occupied uh, while he was, uh, before he ran for president. So, how, how significant is that? What are the potential national security concerns here? Well, the first thing uh, investigators will want to determine is the sensitivity of the documents. There are different grades of classified information. You know, if it's confidential information or even some top secret information, uh, the damage to national security, if they were disclosed, would be minimal. In other cases, such as some of the documents that have been found at Mar-a-Lago, for example, you have sensitive intelligence about source and the method. That would be more damaging. So also, to your point, Terry, I want to know how were these documents stored? Were they sealed up in a box, locked in a cabinet, in a room where very few people had access? Uh, or were they out in the open in a public facility or a public part of a Okay. Now, you can already tell. There's... The media is so much nicer to Biden because this is the power. The elites don't like 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 Trump. Okay, not that Trump's all that great, but they don't like Trump for sure. Trump is not their man. They can't puppet Trump as well as they can puppet. I mean, he's puppeted to some other group, but not them. The, the, the people who've been doing the main puppeteering. Okay, so they like you know they so see how the media is saying. Well, it really depends on the series. He wasn't even a fucking president and had classified documents all over the place. He was just the vice president. 
and he got classified documents even before, all over his house, all over. They ain't saying it harsh. Like if this was if this was uh, Donald Trump and he was vice president, he'd damn near be arrested by then. <laughs> oh, they so funny. So they handling it with kids. Goes, oh, oh, well, you know, it depends on the serious nature. Oh, no, no raiding of his house. See, that's what happened. When you play, God don't like it. I ain't even put God in it. It don't like, they don't like it. it it's a spiritually ugly can't play, okay? Because you will get the same thing to happen to you. And, and, and Joe Biden, trust me, y'all, he been in a political game for a long ass time, okay? He got a lot of dirt. So it's funny. I'm just saying, it's all funny to me. <laughs> okay, how they find it. Now, you know, they was all ready to put Donald Trump under the jet for Mar-a-Lago. But here this man is, wasn't even president. See how the media is being different? He wasn't even president at the time. He got classified documents all over his damn house. Wow. And in his offices. Okay. Crazy. Crazy. Nutty. <laughs> oh, and I bet they'll they'll make up a certain. Well, they were. We will never uh, know about. Probably, I I don't know if they're gonna get him. I, but then there's a little bit about. I think and they're ready to throw Joe under the bus a little bit because I don't think the Dems really want him to run anymore. And I think he's done his work. Joe has done the work, which was to beat Donald Trump and to. Uh, you know, but now if Trump is coming back, they don't know what to do, and nothing they're throwing at Trump, like Teflon Don, everything they're trying to throw at them, nothing's sticking. So, I mean, you know, they're trying everything, man. They've been throwing everything but the kitchen sink. And so they might have to run against this guy, and who knows if you can cheat again. I mean, <clears throat> who knows if you can, you know, if you're able to get the votes out again like you had before. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Let me shut up. I'm so crazy on this show. Okay. Joe Biden is thinking about banning your gas stove. Did you hear that? Now, see, I'm a, I like to cook. So people who cook, everybody knows, cooks, real ass cooks know that the truth of the matter is, and, you know, I got, I have a, a um, an electric stove, but when I'm home in Kansas City, when I'm doing, like, dinners, like, for my grandparents or with my family or something like that, they have gas. We we like gas, and gas stoves, for cooks, cooks know gas stoves cook better, way better, way better. <laughs> so you're going piss, piss off a lot of cooks everywhere if you get rid of gas stoves. <laughs> but it says the Biden administration, this is according to popularmechanics.com, the Biden administration is considering a ban on gas stoves. A federal agency says gas stoves are linked to serious health conditions like cancer and childhood asthma. Gas stoves are also greenhouse gas contributor. When things are going well, people often say, now we're cooking with gas. President Joe Biden's administration would like to consider a different choice of words. On Monday, an agency commissioner with U.S. Consumer Product and Safety Commission told Bloomberg that a ban on gas stoves in homes is on the table, citing the appliance linked to serious health conditions such as respiratory illness, cancer, childhood asthma. So is that... 
No, I ain't going to even say it. <laughs> this is a, a hidden hazard, Commissioner Richard Trump, Trumpka Jr. told Bloomberg, products that can't be made safe can't be banned. Now, notice they have been going after gas hard because you know why? Everybody got their people. Gas been having their people in for the longest. Oil and gas been having their people in for the longest, right? They've been paying people for the longest. Now it's a new day. It's a new warlord in the house, and the new warlord is... It's windmills and electric. It's not that they better. It's that it's more. We need some more money out of y'all. Oh, we gonna talk that shit. That is bad. Everything is bad to a certain point. Okay, but they wanna talk shit. And they go, you know, if they made you get rid of your light bulbs. Remember, we thought it was impossible. Like, what they gonna make you get rid of the light bulbs? They change your light bulbs on you. They trying to change your fucking cars. Talking about, well, you don't need to get. Let's get you can. Everybody go electric. And, I mean, all kind of crazy shit. Because this is the new warlord in town. Natural gas is not the warlord no more. It's a new one. <laughs> this how it works. <sighs> Oh, it says the uh, um, CPSC, whose Twitter is famously excellent, uh, I don't know what that is, clarified in a statement that the agency currently has no official proposal to ban gas stoves, but its staff plans to start gathering data and perspectives from public on potential hazards associated with gas stoves and propose solutions to those hazards later this year. With an estimated 40% of homes relying on gas stoves, the CPSC says any regulation of these devices would be a lengthy project. But the problem with gas stoves just isn't a health issue. Uh, they're talking about it's a glass greenhouse contributor. Oh, God. All, all money things. Okay, it says, as for millions of gas stoves that are out there already, the Biden administration has a plan for that. As people begin hunting for new stoves with many websites suggesting you should make the switch anyway. See how this is? They want us to spend our money, okay, because these people are in people's pockets, okay. The newly passed Inflation Reduction Act offers uh, up to $840 in rebates to entice those on the fence. For now, gas stoves are safe from federal election, but those arguing for a ban are now ironically cooking with gas, okay. Listen, hopefully, this is that was from popularmechanics.com. I, I think this is when government starts to get crazy, big brothery, coming into your house, telling you what kind of stoves you can use, what kind of stoves you can't and can't have. It starts to get a little scary. We're in that phase in the world right now. This is the phase we're in. And it doesn't matter who's saying it, Democrats or Republicans, they're crazy. But this is because there's a new warlord chief in town, and they have the warlord happens to have Biden in his pocket, and they're trying to replace the old warlords. Okay, this isn't about your, the atmosphere or any of that shit they try to sell off. It's about just finding a way to 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 add more issues to your pocketbook, and they always. To take more from your pocketbook, and they always try to say it's for some health reason. Oh, the atmosphere. Oh, this. Oh, that. They come up with everything, and it really is. It's also control. It's about control issues, shit like that. Just crazy. Just that. That's the craziest thing. Banning gas stoves. Now, should we talk about the vaccine this week? Vaccine and the health risk. 
I pull up the, um, you know, because when people were talking about this, people tried to dog people, get upset when people when people were talking about possible health risks with vaccination. Oh, that's lost. You see, you know, and this that's why you can never go fully with the whole public because the public gets just rabid sometimes and everybody just believes some bullshit, okay? But this week, there has been, they have been uh, talking about uh, the side effects of one of the vaccines, okay? Oh, let me see if I can find it. Okay, because remember, I mean, they were telling us some wild shit about the vaccines. Oh, vaccine study links. One of my favorite, my one of my favorite things about if you wouldn't get the shot, it was study links vaccine refusal to increase risk of car accidents. Remember that? kind of stuff up here out of here to make you get that okay uh let's see uh i'm trying to find it uh if i can find the article here from this week i th- I didn't have it up guys like uh okay this is from Reuters. It says U.S. FDA CDC see clear see early signal of possible Pfizer bivalent COVID shot linked to stroke. This uh, okay. Now they try to edit this. This it says this January 13th story has been refiled with edited headline to clarify that the link to a stroke is possible, not definite. <laughs> You love it when people start saying, "Uh oh," then they have to come in. Oh, let's. Oh, wait a minute. Not. It's not. It's, it's possible. Not. We don't know for sure. <laughs> it's so funny. A safety monitoring system flagged that U.S. drug maker Pfizer Inc. and German partner BioNTech's updated COVID-19 shot could be linked to a type of brain stroke in older adults, according to preliminary. Planim- uh, preliminary data analyzed by U.S. health authorities. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. And see, you know, I believe, let me just say this. Let me stop this before I go. Stop right there about older adults. Let me say, we have a society where there is uh, youth in Asia, ageism, all kind of things, that, where the elderly, the older people, sometimes are treated so bad. And sometimes we have a, a society that will be like, it's kind of like a survival defense that focuses on youth, that's overly focused on youth. That's why I love to say on this show, we don't say, I don't say the the future, the youth, the young people are the future. No, every fucking body's in the future because there ain't going to be just young people in the future. In the future, it'll be young people, it'll be middle-aged people, and it'll be old people. And it, And one day the young will become old. So we need to normalize. Having and caring and loving and valuing life, the life of elderly people, just like we do the life of young people. Facts, okay? I'm serious. 
Because this, this, this society has become so youth-focused. And that's why now you got young people just dropping out of bed and heart attacks and stuff like that. And we talked about that Saturday on the show. And I said, the Bible, I remember I, it's a scripture in the Bible that says that people would fall out from the fear of what was coming on the earth and stuff like that. You know, things that people just, people just having a, a, a fear. or And it didn't give an age group. Why? Because death is, doesn't discriminate. I mean, yes, there's a time that we have on this earth in life, and the older you get, the more you closer you get to your your expiration date. But also, you never know if you're you, when you're young too. There's many that have died young, right? Middle age and all that. Okay, so so we need to normalize that because because we got a lot of people out here who don't value older people. And sometimes I think with these vaccines and stuff like that. Sometimes I do believe in some conspiracy theories that they may be trying to kill off the elderly because they don't want the wisdom and seasoned experience in the world because the elderly they seen some shit. And see, and it's some of these powers that be can get rid of a group that can advise at times. Not all the time. Some elderly people, you know, they be, you know, they be on some different stuff. But for, but for the most part, they have experience and age and, and and wisdom to some things that the youth don't always have. And it and, and people would love to get rid of, have an unbalanced society. These That's just my personal opinion. These elites would love that. So not just elites, but you, people who, are you, who, who believe in stuff like eugenics and stuff like that because they don't value life and the process of life and the journey of life. So I just thought about that sidebar, okay? But it says the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the Food and Drug Administration said on Friday the CDC vaccine database had uncovered a possible safety issue in which people 65 and older were more likely to have an ischemic stroke 21 days after receiving the Pfizer Biotech bivalent shot compared with 22 to 44, with days 22 to 44. An ischemic stroke, also known as brain Schema is caused by blockages in arteries that carry blood to the brain, okay? Um, it says the FDA and CDC said that other large studies, uh, the CDC vaccine adverse event reporting system and other countries' databases and Pfizer Biotech databases had not flagged the safety issues, adding that it requires more investigation. Although the total totality of the data currently suggests that it's very unlikely that the signal in VSD vaccine safety data link represents a true clinical risk, we believe it is important to share this information with the public, the health authority said. Pfizer and Biotech said in a statement that they have been made aware of limited reports of strokes in uh, people 65 and older following vaccination with their updated shot. Neither Pfizer and Biotech nor the CDC or FDA have observed similar findings across numerous uh, other monitoring systems in the U.S. and globally, and there is no evidence to conclude that ischemic, I don't know if I'm saying that right, stroke is associated with the use of companies, COVID-19 vaccines and companies at it. Okay, i just say this. Watch for your elderly, care for them. You know, your, if you have elderly people in your family, try to, you know, uh, be there for them, help them make decisions, love on them as much as you can. Uh, because this world is ugly sometimes. And I don't believe stuff like this, just my personal opinion. I'm not saying they trying to do anything, but sometimes I don't be thinking it's a, it's, it's, on, it's on purpose. 
I mean, sometimes I don't think it's not on purpose, okay? That's just a, especially when it targets a certain age group. I just don't, I don't know. I just find it just we are, uh, we're just in a strange space. And, and, you know, I saw this week I saw a movie that's getting ready to come out. And there's a, when I was in the, I was at the movies today, and I went to go see the plane movie or whatever. <laughs> it was an interesting movie. <clears throat> but in the when the previews was for a movie, it was about uh, comes out in February. I think it was Jane Fonda and a couple of other elderly women. And I remember I said I was talking. Uh, and I was saying to my husband, I said, you know, I love that. I said, we need to normalize seeing the full process of life. We need to normalize seeing the elderly on screen. We need to normalize seeing older people living, having fun, laughing, and valuing life. Because everybody thinks that the norm, because nobody will, and, and why I said that is because when we have a young lady like we had earlier, I forget that young lady's name, who jumped off the building, jumped off a building. And one of the reasons people believe that may have just, was not just depression, but she was scared of getting old. My God. And it's because we, we are not valuing the process of life, just the process and of how we see how people age. People age differently all across the world. And so to me, I, and I really care for that because I'm getting old. And I care for I, I I recognized that when I was getting young because I came from, I come from a family that's very cross-generational, that where my family tends to live long. And so I value the elderly. And I just wish that we had we 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 have more things because I said we're getting to the point where it's just become so youth indoctrinated. And to me, youth isn't like when people say, "Well, the youth is more progressive." No, they're not. You got some youth that are not very progressive. You got some elderly that are not progressive. Progressive progressive thoughts and stuff are in the mind. You can lack progression at any age. Okay, so it's just. <laughs> Wow, and you can see that with some of the regimes and stuff all around the world that are totality, I can't say the word, uh, authoritative um, uh, governments and stuff like that, how they, and some of them are young people, and how they lack progression, very regressive, okay? So it's just something I thought about. I don't know. I don't know how I got off on that, but, you know, y'all get it, Okay. (laughs) All right, so uh, let me see. What else is another news that we we're talking about? Uh, it was something really interesting I saw. Okay, and then we'll get. I'll do some more news afterwards, but I want to get into this Jaguar Wright story. But hold on here. Um, China. Okay, this is one of the uh, China's population falls for the first time in decades hampering its economic rise. Okay, this is according to NBC News. It says China said Tuesday that its population declined last year for the first time in six decades, a historic shift with profound implications for the world's second largest economy. Officials from the National Bureau of Statistics said mainland China had 1.41175 billion people at the end of 2022 compared to uh, 1.4 billion people a year earlier, a decrease of 850,000. There were a total of 9.56 million births, a record low birth rate of 
seven per thousand and ten point four one million deaths. Uh, they said the announcement was part of a larger release of economic data for 2022, a year when President Xi Jinping's uh, strict zero COVID policies weighed heavily on growth. Officials reported a 3% increase in gross domestic product, beating expectations, but still one of the weakest figures in decades. The economy is expected to improve in 2023 as China emerges from pandemic isolation. Kang Yi, director of the National Bureau of Statistics, said at a news briefing in Beijing. The number of births in China has been declining for about a decade, undermining the ruling Communist Party's consumption-driven growth model and raising questions about whether China can overtake the U.S. as the world's largest economy. The United Nations has said India will surpass China as the world's most populous nation later this year, okay? Uh, China's 9.56 million births are decreased of almost 10% from 2021 when 10.6 million babies were born. The death rate of 7.37 per thousand people, so that's a lot of numbers. But it says, has in other countries, the kind of births means an aging workforce for China, which built its economic might largely on a manufacturing sector dependent on cheap labor. Officials said Tuesday that working-age people between 16 and 59 made up 60% of the national population, down from about 70% a decade ago, while people 16 and older accounted for almost 20%. A major reason for China's declining population is the rise of the middle class, said Kent Ding, a professor of the economic history at the London School of Economics and Political Science. Once you have a well-qualified, well-educated urban people, they will decide not to produce a lot of kids, he said, especially given China's rising cost of living. Okay. Uh, and they also believe COVID plays a role, although China appears to have, have experienced the vast majority of its cases and deaths in the last few months. Okay. Here's what I'll say about this, and you constantly have, to me, elites playing population games and stuff like that. I don't even know if COVID wasn't a population game. You know, because people, first of all, you know, I can't, here's my thing, and I'm not a person who believes in uh, population control. I don't believe in that whatsoever, okay, because uh, I believe God controls life, death, and when we, we take that out of the hands of God, who who gives birth, who does, <laughs> you know, and, and, and to me, humanity makes, I, let me, let me, let me say this, let me, let me say this, re-say this. Humanity, I believe God gives us a free will, and humanity makes decisions about how they they move in life. Humanity makes decisions about the more uh, the more that uh, society changes and everything. We make these decisions that take us to a certain place, and um, I think that the more that a society is in touch with spirituality and God, the more they will make the right decisions towards population growth. Because, you know, listen, to me, even though I love people, but living in a place where there's a billion people, that's a lot. <laughs> I mean, you know, billions of people, and you have to go look in the, you know, the United States is really at a great place, you know, three to 400 million is really great. It's not that big. To me, but the United States, one of the United States, uh, my personal thing, and I'd like to know, I probably have to look at this up, but in history, throughout history, to me, the United States, 
ingenuity and in, innovation was not built on um, population factors. I mean, there's a lot of other factors. First of all, you had slaves <laughs> that you stole from and ideas from and stuff like that. But also, um, America has been just been a very creative force in the world. Okay, so. To me, that isn't. It doesn't just get built on population and age. I know the experts like to say that. I think there's a number of factors in there, and so I, I hate when they play on populations. But I'm not surprised that China is having such a decrease in their population numbers. Okay, especially after COVID and what's been really happening there, and um, you know. And, like they said, with the rise of the middle class, as people gain more money and more status, a lot of people don't want to have children. A lot of people are like, shit, I like my life. I don't want to spend my own money on, you know, I don't want to be spending my money all on kids. Kids are expensive. We coming in a time where eggs costing a whole lot of money. Shit. And I got some little rug rats to be. It's a lot. <laughs> so people do start to think back and pull back because society starts to put all these things and, th- and things on people. So, it's, it's you know, it's, it's the more healthier I feel and spiritual the society is, they, we don't need people to play games with population. If you're close and spiritual, populate, things will work out, in my personal opinion, in the way they're supposed to be because people will be more connected to the earth, to spirituality. Same thing, for I think, for global warming and stuff like that. But when you find the world shaky and floods happening and crazy things happening, that's because humanity is not connected, and that has nothing to do with the kind of light bulbs you use. But that's just humanity is not connected to the spiritual. That doesn't mean you, and let me just say this, that doesn't mean you don't do things to help maintain the earth. But you will gather what those things are with discernment and wisdom if you're spiritually connected. But if you're not, you will cause the earth to be shaky ground. Humanity is, I feel like, moves has the sons of the earth move because that's how God created it. But, you know, that's another story, okay? Just my thoughts, okay? So very interesting about China's population growth. Okay. So are we ready to talk about Jaguar? Okay, let me just say this. The last couple of weeks, let me just get to it right on, get to it, child. Jaguar, right? The last few weeks, okay, um, Jaguar has been doing a lot of things, okay? Like, you know, she started the Dallas Delphia TV network, which I was very proud of her. She even came did a little, she even did a little concert, a little show. I didn't get to go to it in Dallas that she did. I was tired, child. I was coming. It was a lot going on. That was like in December. It was a lot going on with me. I was having a whole lot. So I couldn't, I didn't, I didn't get to make it. But she was getting back into music. She still was talking her shit about the industry, but she was getting back into it. It seems like things were picking up more for her. Okay. Now, also within the last three weeks, she had been escalating on the things that she said about people in the industry, particularly very big wigs like Jay-Z. She had been hard-hitting, saying some wild shit, some real shit, okay? Mm, it's kind of crazy shit, but it was wild, you know. She'd become hard, hard with the stuff, okay? 
showing up on different shows, talking, promoting her Dallas TV because yes, that was a little bit of the into the promotion. This week, this according to Rams the Snitch, it says neo singer Jaguar Wright, who famously set the industry on fire two years ago after confirming nearly every black music urban legend you ever heard. <laughs> uh, is arrested after hooking up with Solar from Carbon Nation. Okay, and that's the dude, I guess that was Nature Boy, connected to some cult or some allegedly. Uh, it says, and getting into a fist fight with her husband. Okay. Uh, and uh, let's see. Uh, it says the entire incident was captured on Jag's live stream where Jaguar shockingly rubs the ashes of her dead son on her face and tosses them on people. Listen, it was crazy. Y'all can go on YouTube. There's all kind of videos out there. Ugh. Okay, so the tea is, let me talk about it. Allegedly, a few weeks ago, I just saw Jaguar and her husband talking on live the other day, okay? But she seemed fine. But apparently this is the tea, okay? This is all allegedly, allegedly. But this is the tea going around, everybody's talking about, okay? Apparently Jaguar in DeSoto somewhere went into her, her husband was in a barbershop or whatever, and she pulls up with this dude, Solar. Now, this is the dude from the Carbonation or whatever kind of alleged cult, okay? Somebody named Nature Boy or some rapper used to be over, okay? Allegedly, okay? Now... Okay, this dude, she's only been knowing about two to three weeks. Okay, two weeks, not even that long. I mean, I heard this at Jaguar's husband say this today on somebody's show. He was interviewing one of the YouTube people's show. And I hate I didn't get their names so I could shout them out, but because I forgot their names. But, uh, and they had an interview with her, her son, too. But... Okay, apparently this dude comes into their life, hanging out and stuff like that with them. He's, you know, I guess he's into some, allegedly into some occultism. Like, you know, um, uh, people are seeing like voodoo and and, and um, astrology, all kind of different things, okay? Um, allegedly, okay? So he's hanging with her, okay? Rumors was, like, some people think that she was smoking or drinking or something. She had something. Went in, going off her and her husband, get into a big fight. I mean, you see this whole thing. She's calling this young man Solar, who she hasn't known very long, allegedly, her nephew. Well, he's not her nephew, okay? Confirmed by her son and her husband, not her nephew. Somebody she just started calling. Some people was alleging they may have been having a relationship with each other and all kind of shit. But all I know is that Jaguar went the fuck crazy, okay, on that thing. If you saw the video, and Choke No Joke, he he, broke, he breaks it down real good. Y'all watch Choke No Joke on YouTube. Oh, my God. Choke, to me, Choke got a grip. To me, I listen to Choke about industry things because, Choke has balance to me. He doesn't sometimes go all out there, you know. I mean, he might allow a crazy theory or hear about it, but he doesn't go all out there. And he has inside knowledge. You know, he's worked with Rock Nation. He's worked with BET. He's had some knowledge of the industry, okay? 
And I don't want to say this to y'all young people to, or anybody, even myself, to discourage you from doing what you called to do, if you called to be in the entertainment industry, if you called to be in anything. I don't want to say that to discourage you, because, but just know it's shit and everything, okay? People crazy everywhere, okay? But don't let it discourage you from using your talent and your gifts in the way that God wants you to do, okay? Not nutty stuff, okay? But... <clears throat> So, allegedly, she got to a fight. She's arguing with her husband. Alleged, some people say weapons were pulled, all kind of stuff. And she, she, she's in because she puts her son's ashes on her face. She's screaming. She grabbed. Oh my God! It's so. It's. Uh, I don't know what was going on. It's terrible to see. I mean, it's a complete fucking breakdown of what I have saw in the last three to four weeks. I mean, last month or two from Jaguar. Now, I did notice, I'm going to say this shit, though. I did notice it was after she started escalating on Jay-Z's ass that then suddenly this dude Solar shows up who I don't See, look, I'm not trying to blame you nobody because she was saying some wild shit. What she was saying. <laughs> I'm, you know, and I don't, you know, I don't know what the, the balance is on it. I don't know. And I believe her on some of the things she says about the industry. I certainly believe her. I do not discredit Jaguar as crazy, okay, because I know that everybody, even in a little crazy, there's some truth. <clears throat> but, however, you know, a lot of people link industry people to occultism. That's why I say, let me just say this, Okay. With a lot of you celebrities out there who's doing hand signals, you, 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 you doing juju beads or whatever you do, you know, I hope you really know what you're doing, playing with that shit, okay? Because motherfuckers out here really is thinking y'all witches and warlocks. And, and, you know, I do believe there's some witches and warlocks in the industry. Don't get me wrong. There's witches and warlocks that's in life, okay? But people are, you, I don't want y'all to be having the Salem witch trials around here for celebrities. Okay, because y'all be playing too much, throwing up six, six, y'all, I mean, y'all got little fraternities and sororities out there and shit like that. More and more people are believing that. More and more, more people are believing y'all occults, y'all on the evil tip, not on the good tip. Y'all occultists on the bad tip, and y'all doing some wild shit, okay? Now, to me, Jaguar seemed to me like, that's a little strange. She's suddenly trying to make a comeback. She's suddenly talking about certain things in the industry, and this dude shows up who's kind of a spiritualist out of nowhere, and her mind starts getting fucked up. Great. Listen, I'm going to tell you all, if such things you can be psychically attacked, you got to protect yourself. And if I'm, let me just say, let me, let me stop with this. If I'm Jaguar, this, let me give her this advice first of all. I done heard the husband talk, I done heard everybody talk. If I'm her, because I know they, a lot of people are saying they got her on, on some sort of 72-hour hold allegedly right now in one of these mental facilities around here and shit like that, and that would make sense, okay? But if I was her, when I came out, I go clear my mind, and I wouldn't be with nobody but my child. Not even my husband, because they all sound, everybody sounds kind of wild. It sounds like she got some wild shit going on around her, and she needs to calm everything down. 
when you're going after powerful forces, not only on a spiritual level, but a physical level out here, you have to be careful, especially when you're coming up against people who are very powerful, because now she's going to be looking like she's discredited. She's going to look like she's crazy. People are going to dismiss her because of this incident and putting ashes on her son's face. But people don't understand that if these people in that industry are playing in occultic practices and shit and doing shit to make themselves, there's something, oh, I, this is sad boy. In the Whitney Houston movie, they had a very a powerful moment when Whitney was talking to Clive Davis, and she said something, well, the character of Whitney is talking, and she said something about the price you pay for being able to entertain or sing with the gods, and I was like, ooh, because that sounds very occultic to me. Uh, and what I mean by, and I'm, you know, I like some things that, so I know that sound like occultic. And um, sometimes people will try to empower themselves through a lot of things. They will empower themselves when they're already talented. Sometimes people will think they want even more power or even more uh, gifting or even more uh, uh, things to sway or art, and they'll get involved in these type of things. I definitely, I've been hearing this about the industry for years. It's not new. This was happening when my mama and them was young, okay? My grandmama and them was in, okay? So I'm just saying that that when you coming out and you tell, like, when they up there and they don't, where they at? Where, where them, one of the things, I've seen this too. And I said, what the fuck are you doing that? There's no reason to be shunned. Like, people always tell me, like, uh, people who study the cults in the industry, like, I've seen people sh- at, for no reason, like a celebrity taking a picture with a with they, uh, finger in front of their mouth, like, you know, like to sh- like to be quiet. And I'm like, what are they doing that for? Well, some people say those are oaths, like practices to be quiet about the oaths they've taken. That's scary shit, first of all. Y'all taking fucking, like, y'all motherfuckers is crazy. <laughs> At least I was also a little fraternity and sorority shit. Okay, that's different. Boy, if y'all taking some serious motherfucking oaths <laughs> and selling y'all soul, y'all crazy as pop, pop. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, but I, I seen people sh- and, sh- and I've been in concerts with people with shooting. I said, what you shooting for? Like they shooting out the blue, like out the blue. Like it don't even got nothing to do with concert. They just make the hand symbol. So you know they're involved in some shit. You know some crazy shit is going on, okay? And a lot of people have come out the industry and accused people in the industry of being occultists, witches and warlocks, putting spells on people and all kind of shit. Jaguar this week looked like she went under some sort of spell, okay? I believe, I almost believe the shit, Jack. That, to me, the way Jaguar behaves as this dude, okay, I, I'm going to give you all my honest conspiracy theory on it. Okay, here, let me just give you my honest conspiracy theory on it. I heard some shit this week for myself from something else. I heard. I can't tell y'all. I can't give y'all some of the shit I heard. But we'll go into that. I'll, I'll talk about it in a minute. But I believe that if Jaguar Wright is telling the truth on a lot of the shit she's saying, even if she's telling half the truth on a lot of the shit she's saying, she can't afford to be out here telling that truth. I believe old dude was sin. It might be a lot of people around her that sent to psychically attack her, mentally attack her, spiritually attack her, to keep her 
from moving. And if you ever felt, I felt spiritual attacks from people. It is not fun to feel. When you feel like somebody's spiritually attacking you, mentally attacking you, people can play head games on you. People can play mind. People can. I just heard a story this week about somebody in the industry. I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Mm-mm. Playing games, playing mind. Listen, it. What people will do for fame and love for other people. I mean, you know what I'm saying. And everybody, listen. If you want to be in the entertainment business, any any of us, like you know me, I'm I'm a I'm a person. I love the entertainment. I I love music and stuff like that. There is a need to. To me, there is a need to want uh, to entertain. There is a need for uh, acceptance from the people because that draws you into that world to be. I feel like God puts a natural need in people to, to who want to be in the entertainment business, a natural need to want to be loved by audiences, to want to be this and that. But it's when everything has to be have balance, and it's when it goes too far. Like when you when that's all the love, that's it. You ain't got no love. You trusting people you don't know to just love on you because people fickle out here. One minute they like you, and the next minute they hate you. You know what I'm saying? And to depend on an audience like that or to need, you know, I think every entertainer has that need for audiences to love them because it's need to perform and stuff like that. But it's also you need to also have balance because all the time people won't like it. But I feel like you got a whole bunch of industry thing of people who are so desperate for it, who are so desperate they will pay any price to have people like them, love them, including doing some juju, coochie boo uh maybe like you know, like you know maybe like I took no joke. I was loving when he was talking. About, he was talking about going through doors, like people going through spiritual doors. Uh, doors of uh, uh, perverted sexuality, door shit. I mean, y'all, listen here. No, no, uh, listen. And I've been in the room with some people, even as a young person, celebrities and stuff, and you could feel certain types of energy. I mean, you could feel you like that motherfucker got a lot of demons. You could just. Feel that you can look at certain people, and some people, you know, they'll try to hide their shit and stuff. But you can't hide aura. <laughs> if you want to try, you can guard yourself all day long. But you can't hide. People can still feel your aura. It's, it's, but if you let them long enough, and when people listen, people trying to hide and guard guard their aura to me is an indication of really something crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I'll be like, when people too guarded. I'm on guard with certain people. I don't know how y'all, you know, like in a, when I'm in a room with somebody who's overly guarded, I'm like, mm-mm. When I can't feel them or see them, ah, oh, them the ones I'm scared of. I'm like, I can't feel you, I can't see you. What is it? What are you? And so I'm talking about this all with Jaguar, right, because I think what happened to her is that she was trying to make some moves. And now I'm not saying all the way she the way she was doing it was right. I don't think everything she was doing was right. I wish Jag would have focused more. She got such great talent, 
more on her talent and stuff. She can still talk her shit about the industry, but be careful how she hit on it. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like when you are getting ready to make, and you are a force, like, a force that you might bring the sunlight. You're making it. You're uh, moving powerfully, may expose the sunlight to some darkness. You have to be very careful because spiritually these demonic entities and stuff out here will come after you, okay? And if you're playing in it and stuff like that and you allow, you open your doors to certain things, certain spiritual things, trust me, I know, you open your door to certain things, it can fuck with your head. Okay, people can fuck people can fuck with your head from far away if they're spiritualists. They can. Keep you up at night. I, I, I wish I could explain to y'all some, some deep shit. I remember I heard this story one time. Sidebar, okay. I was reading this book about these Christians uh this occultist and this Christian I've talked about it on here before. It's an old book, uh, years ago, a Christian book called He Came and Set the Captives Free or something like that. It's a true story. It's about this girl who's in a cult a big time in the Satanist church and everything. But she told a story that I thought was one of the most powerful stories. I was like, that's, that's, that's some powerful craziness when you hear it. But she was talking about how they would sometimes psychically go to attack. She said there was a spiritual, a particular family in this, this city, okay, and I don't know if it was this book. I don't want to get the books mixed up. So I'm just going to say loosely it was a book I read. I don't know. I'm thinking it was this, it was this book. But she was saying that or it, was a, it was a tape I heard of this person talking about it who was, in, who was the head of this occult. But she was saying that there was this particular family in their, this city, and they were very spiritual. They loved God, and they were, you know, they were really ministering to people, having people at their church. It was it, they were revitalizing this little town, okay? And uh, I mean, they had so much love and power around them and stuff like that. And so she said she's talked about how that they the cultists didn't like that in the city, and they formed the well, not all of because all of these demonic occultists decided to get together and uh, go and attack them. Now, check this out, how they was going to do it, because, you know, a lot of people don't believe in the out-of-body movement and people that can move outside. They buy, oh, yeah, people can move outside. There's some real shit out here, okay? I, I, I don't, I don't want to scare you at night, but this is some real shit be going on in the world, okay? But she was talking about how they she, they go, they sit, and they have this little seance, and they they practiced traveling outside their body. They were going to go to try to hurt this family spiritually. And she says when they get to the house where this family is, she says they see a circle of these angels all around the house. So they spiritually trying to go in, and they spirit man because they traveling in the spirit. If you ever read anything about Australian things, you'll know about how people can travel in the spirit, on the astral planes, it's all kind of it's deep, okay? Well, they tried to travel. They tried to go hurt this family, you know what I'm saying? And so as they were trying to get in, they said every time they tried to come through these angels, the angels would just grab, they would just had hands. They had these hands, they had their hands locked around the house. This is a cultist telling the story. She said they had their hands locked around the house, and every time they would try to get in, they just take their, like they had, they were all holding hands, they would just take their hands and knock them all back to the ground to where their lifeline almost broke. 
Like, them angels weren't playing with them. Like, you ain't getting up in here. <laughs> All right? You know, like, the it, I was like, woo. And she said it just tripped her out because that's when she knew. Oh, whoa. We ain't got as much power as we think. This occult is lying to us. It's something bigger and deeper than us out here, okay? This was an occultist talking about going to spiritually attack somebody. I know y'all going to say, Carla, this sounds crazy. No, I'm just trying to tell y'all some stories I've heard, okay, about people really when you're trying to practice this shit. And it's really prevalent in places of entertainment because people are, it's already working on the spiritual plane to be creative, okay? So creative, creativity is Spiritual, spirituality, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's one of the closest things to God you can be. When you create music, you're in the mindset of God being a creator or the arts and stuff like that. And the arts can be attacked with so many demonic acts, so much demonic activity. So I don't think it's crazy when she come, especially when y'all these artists are holding up their eyes and throwing up three signs and look like y'all throwing up sixes and shit. I mean, it looks crazy. I really believe that some of these people believe they they got some divine God and all this stuff, some of this occult stuff out here. And I believe that some of them are making pledges and oaths, and they probably don't even know how serious they are, some of them that they do and stuff like that. And she just wasn't protecting herself spiritually. And it's kind of scary because she's in a mental hospital right now. Not like nobody can't call up and make some phone calls and, you know, drug her up real bad. You got to be, listen, you got to be careful out here when you're trying to come up against these big powers, okay? When you're trying to tell some shit that you may not should be telling. People come. Why I told you that story is because that's how deep the rabbit hole goes. That's how deep spirituality goes. People can attack. I've even told y'all on this show how you can have astral. I don't know how you told y'all I can have sex without. You can have sex in the in the astral. I don't even want to go there. Sex is a mind thing. I be telling people. So you know you can have sex in the astral plane with somebody. You can, oh my god. I don't even want to go there because I'm yeah y'all be I don't like to talk about stuff like this because it it gets too deep for y'all okay so I feel like this is all I'm saying I feel like uh, even with suicides when you hear about strange suicides and stuff like that in industry or just period sometimes those are even demonic spiritual attacks I'm just. It's a it's a wild world. So you got to protect yourself, especially in this time. And I'm talking to myself too. You got to protect yourself spiritually, okay? I mean, I just even this week I heard a story. I, I ain't gonna tell y'all the tea, but listen, I was like, wow, <laughs> about a certain celebrities, and this. The per- the person told me they was under some sort of attack. They they felt like they was under some sort of attack with this particular. So they, I was like, damn, because you know spiritually, mm-hmm. you just gotta know who to f- listen. You gotta know who the fuck you dealing with when y'all get around people, new people, 
because <coughs> Jag, that was a new dude that came into her life and stuff like that. She knows she out here talking industry shit. You just got to be careful and have and just have your spiritual discernment and guards up with just people now. Because what, why I'm talking about Jaguar, right, because she was on, it seemed like she was trying to go over, and that sometimes happens to people just in their regular life. You seeming like you try, you try, you on a, you on the cusp of something powerful. You on the cusp. Listen, one of the things when I was getting ready to graduate, because it was such, I knew it was a moment for me, and I knew it was going to be energy coming to attack me. <laughs> because that's a spiritual moment in my family. It was that was me taking a stre- a, 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 a leap into something my family had never, nobody in my family had ever done. And so I'm sitting here trying to get ready, trying to break the stronghold and complete what I should have completed a long time ago. Well, certain things in the spirit didn't like that, so it was going to come at you. So I had to kind of keep a, a, somewhat of a spiritual guard around me, just like praying, kind of spiritually kind of trying to keep my mind Focused, and I had a lot of stuff going on. It was a lot of stuff. <laughs> Trust me on that. But sometimes when you're in the midst of doing something so powerful in your life or something, you have to begin to uh, pray and discern and understand who's there for your good, who's not, and understand that sometimes people and things, even people you love and things you love can come in to attack you spiritually to stop you from getting where you need to go. I had it happen a few years before that. I was in school and I had an attack. I had, let me tell you, I had an attack, a spiritual attack so deep happened, and I was just like, where I just couldn't, Function. I had. I couldn't even. Like I couldn't continue to do what I needed to do to to finish, and I had to stop school for about like maybe a year. And I realized what it was. And the attack was. Listen, the attack came in the in 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 the in the. Um, sometimes it comes from people you love. You know, some people you care about, and sometimes you got to even watch that because people will come in and bring you all kind of drama and trauma and all kind of mess, and they'll pull you into their mess where you're not functioning and and being productive in your own mess. That is even a form, I mean, your own stuff that you need to do. That is even a form of spiritual attack where people can be vampires and all kind of stuff, spiritual vampires, okay? So I feel that for Jaguar Wright, on these streets, that's what happened to her. I feel like she was saying a lot of stuff. She was talking a lot of big stuff. And when you're doing that, when you call yourself exposing somebody, baby, you really got to be on your P's and Q's. Because, and especially if you if you feel like you're doing a spiritual work in a, in exposing people, so to. To maybe what she feel, I feel like she probably felt like she was trying to help others who may want to get into the industry. But you, I mean, if you they, you dealing with that occult stuff out there like that, man. And what I saw her doing, putting ashes on herself, so that's ritualistic. I was like, oh no, that was not good. That was not good. So y'all pray for Jaguar, really, for real. Say a prayer for her because. Um, 
and say a prayer that her thoughts and her mind and her emotions come into balance, man, and that she be able to speak her truth um, with balance and without uh, without people trying to come back up against her. Everything just and, and be able to regain her talent. Cause I, just, I mean, I feel, and it's also that's also too a sign that you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Okay. When you getting wrapped up in all kind of shit and all kind of stuff, you ain't where you supposed to be at. That's a, I just want to say that. So it, to me, she's a great talent, and to me, you know, if I was her, I would question what exactly am I, where am I supposed to be? Because if you're supposed to be singing, you need to be singing. That's it, and, 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 and I'm, I'm for you exposing the industry, but doing it where it's not so reckless, being very careful about it. And that takes a lot, man. It's so sad. I just hate to see that this week because it just felt, it was sad because it, to me, I mean, I was just like, I felt like she was getting ready to take make a turn. I love the idea of the Philadelphia TV and stuff. It just felt like she was going to make a turn and it was going to be better. And, it was gonna... and sometimes, you know, listen, I mean, God can I mean, not God. Sometimes the devil, the enemy can send a demon in your life and check, listen. I, I got to, I'll tell y'all a story. I'm going to tell y'all this story. Then I'm going to go on break. But when I was young, I was about my twenties, early twenties. I was going to church. I was with my in this uh, church, and so. But you know, I still have my. You know, I still have going to. I always a church girl, but I was going to. Uh, you know, I'd be praying and stuff like that. And I had this dude. I was just crazy about it. Crazy. I was like crazy. I would be on and off with him. You know, crazy about his ass. Okay, and uh, but I had broke up with him. I've been broke up with him for a minute. I was like, oh yeah, we done. Hey, blah blah blah. So I was in church one Sunday, me and my girlfriend. So the preacher says to me, because she, she was prophetic. She also worked in prophecy and stuff. And she says to me, she comes out and writes. So I was like, I told this, I think I've told this story on the show before. She says to me, that demon <laughs> is getting ready to come. He's going to come on you sevenfold. And he's going he gonna, to he gonna try to try to mess you up. And I was like, what is she talking about? I, I laughed about it. Me and my girlfriend laughed about it. Literally about two weeks later, I get a phone call, and it's him. I didn't put it together at first. I was like, oh. you know, I was like, okay, you know, he's apologizing. Oh, you need to come see him. So I get to, I go to, I go to see him. He has roses. He has flowers. I mean, he's really trying to just be, just do it up. I was trying to get my stuff together, like, my, you know, get back in, you know. My, oh, my God. Within two days, I realized it. I realized it the second day. I have this huge argument with him because it's a long story. <laughs> but it was crazy. He did something to trigger me so bad. I Listen here. Literally, I was I turned I feel like something jumped into me. I'm serious. I feel like the whatever spirits were well, they jumped into me. I was cussing. I was going I was like, fuck 
I just turned, I just went nuts, okay, because I felt so disrespected. But she didn't. I realized when I was in the middle of the shit, when the shit was happening, I was like, oh, shit, this is what she was talking about. I realized that, that the, I thought of, I was like, oh, this is this is the attack. Oh, my God. And I remember getting my shit, playing cool and getting my shit and trying to run as fast, get the, get, get the next plane up out of there. <laughs> because I had turned into a little, I had turned into a literal, like, I feel like a demon. I mean, it was because, and then I realized, like, oh, I said, oh, my God, she was right. And it took me months to get the shit off of me. Do you get what I'm saying? Whatever shit was going on, <laughs> the anger, the resent. Oh, my God. Where I had cleared that out. <gasps> so that's why I just tell y'all, be careful. You got to even be careful of the people you love and the people you care about. Cause people be coming up in here and be trying to pull you out. Tell you girls that story because somebody might need it. Okay? It could be even somebody you love. Some do. You know you should be getting rid of. <laughs> Try to trigger you. <laughs> okay, so even if you love, I mean, you can love, you can love people, but you can love them from afar, child. Don't let them trigger you. That some people are demons in disguise, and they don't even know they demons. They there to trigger you. Okay, some spirits can jump in on you and, and get you acting all crazy. All right, so crazy. So I just. When I saw that Jaguar right thing, I was like, I knew immediately what it was. I was like, damn, she getting she getting spiritually attacked. It's crazy. Not that she hadn't been under spiritual attack yet already, because she decided she's wrestling with strongholds and powers and high places and stuff like that. And I don't know if she's made some whatever what she did when she was in that industry. You know what I'm saying? So, not saying everybody in that industry is like that. I'm just saying. If you're trying to come out and tell industry stories and stuff like that, just protect yourself, okay? Whew. So, child, I had to talk about that because I was like, wow, that, that shocked me, seeing Jaguar like that. But it, it can happen to so many people. I know so many women that stuff has happened to, okay? So I'm going to take a break. When we come back, we'll get more into news, more into uh, other things, okay? So let's listen to, uh, oh, my goodness, where are we going to go listen to uh, let's listen to uh, Lucky Day, You Want My Love. It's the CC Show. I'm Carlotta. I'll be back in a moment, y'all, okay?
Now back to CC in the game on the Carlotta Chadwick Show, right here on Block Talk Radio. All right, what's up, y'all? It's the CC Show. I'm Carlotta. It's just me tonight. <laughs> old, uh, uh, old uh, thing. But uh, uh, what was that voice announcement? <laughs> yeah. Okay, you guys. So uh, I am talking. I just got to. If you missed the sort of talk, I was just talking about Jaguar right and all the stuff that happened this week with her, and a little bit talking about my own experience about spirituality and about you know like people how people can attack you spiritually and mentally. So you got to be always careful about that energy, the energy you let in your space. You know what I'm saying? You just have to do. You just you do have to be careful about that. You know. Just always protect yourself. That's all I'll say. Okay? Uh, yeah, so it's kind of sad. Uh, should we talk about Naomi Osaka? Can we talk about Naomi? We got this, do we have the story up? I think I got a book here. Put that up. Yeah, so Naomi Osaka announced this week that she is pregnant. And it's like, oh, okay. Like, so... Uh, <laughs> So this is why we're not wanting to play tennis. <laughs> oh, my God, my God. Let me just say this. Okay, let me just say this, okay? Babies are a blessing. Can I just say that first off? Oh, and happy uh, uh, today was MLK. Well, yesterday was MLK Day. Happy MLK Day, too. So I just wanted to say that. But, um Babies are a blessing. So I really, I, I, I mean, it's, I, I, oh, God. Let me read the article. It says, it's from People Magazine, people.com. It says, Naomi Osaka is pregnant. Tennis star is expecting her first baby with boyfriend, Court Day. The tennis pro and Grammy-nominated rapper started dating in 2019. It says, the tennis star 25 revealed on Instagram Tuesday that she is pregnant, expecting her baby with boyfriend, Court Day. Osaka shared an Instagram uh, carousel featuring a photo of an ultrasound screen captioning the shot. Can't wait to get back on the court, but here's a little life update for 2023. In the message shared in English and Japanese in the following slides, Osaka shared reflections on her next chapter. The past few years have been interesting to say the least, but I find that it's the most challenging times in life that may be the most fun. These few months away from the has really given me a new love and appreciation for the game I've dedicated my life to, she wrote. Okay, uh, and I realize that life is so short and I don't take any moments for granted. Every day is a new blessing and adventure. I know that I have so much to look forward to in the future. One thing I'm looking forward to is for my kid to watch one of my matches and tell someone, that's my mom, ha, 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 Osaka continued. Osaka also vowed to get back to tennis after welcoming her new arrival, writing, 2023 will be a year that that'll be full of lessons for me, and I hope you guys to see you guys in the start of, of the next one because I'll be at August. I, I mean, I'll, uh, at off 2024. Love you all infinitely. Okay, uh, infinitely. She said, has a side note, the tennis pro added, I don't think there's a perfectly correct path to take in life, but I always felt that if you move forward with good intentions, you'll find uh, you'll find your way eventually. She, I guess she's never heard the thing that good intentions are the pathway to hit. 
Never mind. Anyway, listen, let me just say this. Okay. <laughs> this, let me just say before I say what I really say, need to say. Babies always bring focus on a life that's otherwise. I mean, I really do believe this. I believe babies are never a mistake. Never. Now, the mom and dad who weren't expecting them can be like, oh, I wasn't expecting that little thing. This is this little thing to come in my life. But usually babies bring to me, they're never a mistake. They're there to bring some focus, to take you outside of self, to make you uh, realize. A lot of times people don't realize their lessons with babies. No, sometimes people, they don't see, you know, the lesson that comes, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I feel like that's what they, there's never a mistake. They're always there for a reason. Now, there was a story. I had a friend once. I got a drink for this one. So I had a friend once, her and her daughter, called me one time. The daughter wanted to leave school. And I said, baby, she was talking about, there's this, there's She had all these excuses. There's this, there's that, there's three, there's, they're bad, they treat me that, they're racist. I was all kind of stuff. And I said, baby, I said, stay in school. She, I mean, she didn't. She was just so unfocused. I said, "What else is it?" And her mom was quiet. She said, "I said, the, my boyfriend's here." My boyfriend was in the city. I said, "Her boyfriend was still in high school. She was doing her freshman year in college, and it was so devastating." for her to be away from. She was not focusing on her school, nothing. I said, baby, stay in school. Miss Keisha. <laughs> That's what they call me. I, okay, so mom was like, her mom was like, thank you for the talking to her. Everything. But, and I said, okay. I said, if you come home, I said, you immediately need to get to work on whatever it is you're going to do. Yeah, I plan to. I said, no, you really need to focus. Uh, I knew what was going to make me. I remember telling her her mom, I said, if she don't get focused, she don't have a baby. I'm like, oh, girl, oh, she can't. Oh. That's what happened. Now, the baby's a blessing. Babies are a blessing. The baby's big now. The baby's a blessing. Babies are a blessing. Okay? But it made life a little harder, a little tougher. Her and that young man say together, hell no. Why? You say, Carla, why are you telling this story? What this guy do with Naomi Osaka? Naomi Osaka reminds me of the girl I just talked about. It's up her school was tennis. I don't want to play. I'm emotionally just tired. No offense. I'm not trying. Not, don't get mad at me out here. I know. Don't say she's having a baby. Listen, girls. I'm going to let Naomi be a lesson for you tonight. Oh, yes, the fuck I am. Okay? Because somebody got to tell y'all straight up. I've been there before. I've been young and made dumb decisions. This, 
I'm glad she don't have the baby. Baby ain't a dumb decision, but the but to get pregnant right now, not it's gonna it ain't gonna be it's gonna be a tough road because she's gonna have to get back in tune. She's gonna have to get back focused, and if she wasn't focused before, baby gonna take a lot of your attention. If she was having a hard time mentally before, if she had, but she she got some little bit of coin. She can afford to get us a night nurse. Which I tell Nick Cannon's girlfriend, get you a night nurse. <laughs> she can afford one a little bit right now. But listen, baby, when you are unfocused, young ladies, and this isn't the dog Naomi Osaka. Congratulations, you got money, uh, and, and and it can help you in this journey that you're getting ready to go on to motherhood. And it ain't gonna be so easy to jump your ass back in tennis when you had everybody. You have to stay focused and focus the fuck hard. You're already 25. Time is a movie. Time keeps on ticking into the future. Remember that song? Time keeps on ticking. Time is ticking. Okay, so while I'm saying this to you young girls out here who don't have the luxury like Naomi Osaka of having some money or a rapper boyfriend, I'm, you know, or whatever, don't get distracted from your goals. Don't be where you shouldn't be. Even as an older woman, I'd be asking myself some shit. I'd be like, damn, I supposed to be. I had to ask myself. I still I still try to ask myself. Sometimes I still be thinking, damn, I might not, this might not be right. I got to get in this court. I got to get, you know what I'm saying? But you're you, you going to always question, try to question the right spaces, the right time for things, the right moves for things. It's just, that's just right, you know? Sometimes you got to take the leaps and take chances and all that. But you'll always be questioning. But I always, listen. Gather wisdom. First of all, being a single mother is hard. Can I just say this to you young ladies out here? Being a single mother is hard. I know these celebrities make it look like they just up here just having shit. It ain't shit. But no, being a single parent, that's what she is. She's going to be a single parent. She ain't married to this man. Single, single, single. But she got a little bit of cash, okay? It's still going to be hard. My grandma then used to say when I was little, honey, I always remember, mama's baby, daddy's maybe. <laughs> and I used to be like, what? And they'd be that because mama always usually happens, but daddy don't always. <laughs> Daddies can go flying around, do whatever they want to. The majority of responsibility be on mama, okay? Don't get distracted from whatever put in your path has a young woman to do, or a man to do work, to do what you need to do. Tennis was in her path, okay? But she's so distracted. Now she got to get focused because that little baby's going to make you get focused. That baby's going to make you get focused. Or get the, you're going to get ran the fuck out of time. And babies, what the old people used to say, there's two things that'll make you crazy, a man and children. <laughs> I love the old people. Old people used to tell you some shit, okay? And that's fact. A baby's going to bring some clarity, okay? going to be some real clarity real quick about tennis and all that shit, okay? She let it. But it's the lessons is going to be different. And so, young women, listen, some of you right now, you are at the greatest moment at season in your life. You're 22, 23, 24, 25. You're in a great season. Like, ooh, life is beautiful. I mean, you out here, you discovering, you traveling, you learning about the world, you learning new things, you grasping, you know, the energy you might be with a young man that you really like and stuff like that, but don't get distracted 
from the goals and the purpose that God has for your life. And don't let nobody, you a mama before your season. Because it's tough. And if you happen to get that way, young ladies, you know you got to focus and work really hard with your baby. And I love your baby. Ain't nothing like it, you know, having a baby or whatever for you younger women or for people who have children. It seems like a beautiful thing. But understand it's going to be tough. But for you other ones, you got you got three. Listen. I had a friend, the same thing happened. I got to tell these stories. A friend who, you know, her daughter had it going, got it going on. You know, she got a new car, like mom didn't buy her new car, everything going, everything good. But, you know, sometimes she had a little boyfriend distracting her. I was like, well, hey, my, my grandma used to break it down to me. I was like, see, I, everybody ain't had, I, listen, I tell y'all, I had grandma, my grandma was wild. My grandma break it. Let me tell my story. My grandmother would just be reminding me. When I have my little dates and stuff, she'd be like, let me explain to you. Like, when we, we be, this is, this was, this was, this was birth <laughs> My grandma would be like, girl, let me tell you, you do not. Like, when I had one friend that got pregnant, yeah, she was like 15. We just, that was happening a lot in my day. And I remember my grandma said to me, she said, honey, let me just tell you right now, I ain't raising nobody else's kids. Okay, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so let me just tell you now. You look at all the things that you got right now. Look at all the, look at all the stuff. And yo, that you got in your room. Look at all the. You look at all the. You get to go to concerts. You get to look. You got prom coming up. <laughs> she said all these things will disappear. <laughs> and I used to scare the shit out of me. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, like she was like, what playing? Like you know, you going to let your friends be a lesson to you because you gonna be you gonna be going to the. Went down to get some wig and some, not because this is Naomi Campbell, but this uh, Naomi Osaka. But let me just explain. I'm just, I'm getting somewhere with this, okay? But she was telling me, like, listen, it's going to be tough to fuck out here if you try to do some stupid shit. Don't give up the beautiful moments in your life with some bullshit. <laughs> you got it good, sis. Keep it good right now. And that shit I listened to, I was like, oh, shit, she right. I do have a good. And then when I would see this friend, you know, particular friend struggling and shit, I was like, oh, shit, she right. You know what I'm saying? So listen, girls, I know women, you might be in love. You might be all distracted. I'm so in love with him. I can't think that. I just like my like my daughter, my friend's daughter was. I didn't want to be all. She was making up every excuse to not focus. Cause she just wanted to be with the men, but it took her out of her. It took her out of the place that she was supposed to be, and it put her in a much tougher place. So what I would say to you, little young girls out here, if somebody tries to take you, whether it's a dude you liking, or a dude you you know, or or a friend trying to distract you or whatever, remember, look around you. And make wise choices. Don't let nobody take you off your game. Love is a beautiful thing, but don't let it take you off your game. If it ain't encouraging your game, I question if it's love. Now, if it ain't encouraging you to be where you need to be, 
I question if it's love. Love understands one's purpose. No, 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 no. Love understands another. When you come into somebody's life, and it's good. It, let me tell you something. It, it, listen, even throughout relationships, marriages, relationships, whatever it is, you always got to reevaluate the other person's purpose because you may just make sure you're still a part of it. Because if one person going one person, the other person going one place, oh, it can fuck up some shit, okay? So I will say to you young ladies that always, young ladies and young men, don't never let nobody, me into, me into, but especially young ladies, don't let people take you out of your, if it's taking you out of your purpose, meaning this, like a person who loves you will understand you and understand what it is that you do. Now, not, not being imbalanced, because there's some people be out here imbalanced. You know, they be like, I got it. They don't never have time for nobody. I'm not talking about that. That's something else going on. I'm talking about when, when one loves you, nobody, they would never try to stop you from doing your purpose. That person would encourage you to work. I'm not talking about Naomi. I don't know Naomi's business. I'm just trying to say they would not endanger your purpose. And sometimes love can move. People think they're in love. But like I say, it'd be a secret attack. It'd be people coming to attack you to move you off the goalpost of your, where you're supposed to be. And the, and a decision will come, a situation will come that will make it harder for you to get back to the goalpost. Now, I ain't going to say Naomi and Sasha ain't going to get back to tennis. I'm going to say it's going to be a lot harder for her to get back to tennis. Now she's got to learn the lesson of being a mommy. And being all this stuff, listen, I took care of one of my little cousins one time for a couple of months. They was babies, okay? And I was like, the, the listen, I ain't even no mama. But the toll it took, like, when she be crying, when I go, like, go to work, and she be crying, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, it was a lot. I was like, oh, she's crying. I don't know what to do. You know, it, it, being a parent takes is 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 it's filled with emotion for people people who are parents. They can tell you that. I just had a little taste of it. See, it wasn't even my kid, but I was taking care of it. I'm like, oh shit, this is some real shit. This is big. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying to you, you ladies, enjoy this moment in time now and get with people. When you get with somebody, I'm not saying I'm just using Naomi Osaka as an example. I don't know her business card. They may be the greatest guy on earth. But all I'm just saying is nobody who loves you will take you out of your – they're going to encourage your purpose. And if they if some, if a mess happens, they're going to make it easier for you. Okay? So all I'm just trying to say to y'all, young ladies who, who, who right now you're out there – and you, your game might not be your game might not be tennis, but maybe your game is trying to finish your business degree, or maybe your game is trying to open up your beauty shop, or maybe your game is trying to open up, um, uh, you know, uh, open up uh, 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 some business you want to and stuff like that. And you getting distracted by stuff that's constantly keeping you out of a purpose that you know is is the is a journey you're supposed to go on. Distraction is coming in the form of a boyfriend, family, or whatever. Be careful, okay? 
don't let nothing distract you because whatever it distracts you into, it'll make it that much harder to get back to your goal. Especially if you get out here and be a single mom up in these streets. I'm talking about her, but I'm not talking about her. So it's clear, it's clear to think that Naomi was focused on, on penis. No, no, maybe not. I'm just saying, it's just a, it reminded me of the, my, my friend's daughter. I would have told her to little bit the same thing. If you don't get your little ass back to the to the court, that's why you depressed. You depressed because you trying you you even got out here, you even got stigmatized. When you should be up here disciplining and practicing, you ain't you ain't gonna have time to focus on on dick all the time. If you's out here doing what you supposed to. It's tough to have discipline, shit. It's tough to do what you need to do because love be feeling so good. You like, oh, I just want to lay up in this bed with this person. Oh, I'm so in love. <laughs> but real love does not distract. She is so dumb. It's, you know, the worst is to see a man distract. Real love ain't going to distract you. I ain't attracted when you distract. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I tell you straight up truth. I ain't, a, I am not attracted to distracted me to distracted me. I like people who focus. Get your focus on, cause I, you know, I that's a, I like cause it keeps me focused. So I like people when they focus on their shit. They like, okay, I got you know, hey, yeah, you gotta, you gotta get this stuff. You know, I mean, having balance. Somebody is constantly pulling you. You know, you like. You got to, sometimes they, it's not that they don't, they, sometimes they, I'm not saying they mean to directly, but indirectly people can throw you off guard and throw you off of your life purpose. Sometimes situations can be too comfortable. Sometimes situations can be too, they can, people can do a number of things just to throw you off of that. And I just really, I'm going to just tell you the truth. I feel like she would have been paying pennies. <laughs> But then she got to learn the lessons of motherhood. And motherhood is beautiful. But it, it, it's going to be harder with a child to go back into a career like that. Not saying it can't be done. I believe it totally can be done. But it's just going to be tough. Because this time you got a little, where is mommy? <laughs> That's a whole other story. Okay? So, ladies, what I'm just saying is enjoy where you at. Love you. Take your time. Don't let nobody, you know, don't let nobody talk you out of your uh, your season to focus and to get things done in your life, okay? Because you don't want to be, it's, 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 a, um, it's tougher when you, when, when, uh, when you have setbacks and then, you know, sometimes you don't have the support system, like has a single young woman, like Naomi's going to have a support system, Naomi Osaka, because she's got money. But for the average young lady out here who becomes a single mother, the support system dwindles for most people. Not all people, but for most people. You know what I'm saying? And But like my mother's case, my mother's support system, my grandparents stepped in, has the ultimate support system because they was just like, we'll keep, we'll, we'll raise that's the like she had the ultimate support system, but a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people are like, damn, that that's your baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so if you don't have a, a lot of most and 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 having a child, I mean, I don't want y'all to be looking at Naomi, Sasha, and Rihanna, and I out here and thinking that's the thing to do. 
unless you're married, because most women, single women, single motherhood leads to can lead to a lot of uh, uh, poverty because the choices it becomes harder. I'm just telling you. Don't get mad at me. I'm not saying single women can't raise children and all this stuff. Yes, I've seen great single mothers. I'm saying it's just a lot fucking harder. And a lot of times, single motherhood, especially in the black community, it's left an impoverished community. I'm not telling you to get rid of your children. I'm just saying, I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that just understand that your choices, understand that what distractions do. Understand that when you're getting distracted off the goals and purposes for yourself, it can lead you to make decisions, dumb, dumb decisions out of time. That's all. Decision like that comes, that means it should bring some clarity and clearance to you. Like when you do, if you are a young lady who you find yourself in a situation where you've made a decision and now you feel like, oh, my God, maybe you had a, you find out you're pregnant and you were supposed to be at school or something like that. Well, here is the clarity you needed, the slow down you needed. I was out of control before. Now you, now you got to slow down, think. Let those a moment, a moment like this. If you were a single mother, you find out that or whatever. Let a moment like this bring clarity and help you decide to make decisions differently so that you won't go deeper into the rabbit hole. I'm not saying everything is over. I'm just saying it's not. I'm saying you, you now you need to focus on making the best decisions ever because it ain't just you. But when I see stories like this with women like Naomi Osaka, I want to tell them to you guys because a lot of the society looks at girls like that. You know, you think that's the thing to do, but you ain't got name on your sock of money or nothing like that, and it's a lot harder for you when you're single. So I'm just saying to make wise choices out in these streets, okay, and stay focused and stay on your game. Now, uh, moving on to the next story. What was I supposed to talk about? Lori Harvey? Speaking. <sighs> Okay, Lori Harvey, where was she at on? She's on something on ETV. She's on the cover of Essence this week. Y'all been talking about her because she's dating the little boy from, what's his name, Snowflake, Snowfall? Lori Harvey's everywhere. Okay. Um, I'm trying to, she wants, she clears up some of the, Story. So let me let y'all hear some of the stories she clears up this week about the misconceptions and talk uh, black love. Okay, so let's take a listen. It's about me. It's my time. In some very public relationships over the years, and you actually told Essence, I feel like it's always been about me attached to something or someone. This time, it's about me. It's my time. I saw this quote and I was like, this is everything. And I feel it's so empowering for women to hear this, especially coming from you. What made you say this? What, what are you feeling in this time? It's 
like I'm growing. I mm-hmm. feel like I'm growing as a woman, as an individual. So I just feel like, you know, the time's about me. Self-love, self-growth, yeah. just being patient with myself in every stage as I'm growing. But I feel like even saying, like, I'm single and saying this is a single woman on the cover, you've been in, like I said, so many relationships that we've heard about. And you're like, yes, I've been attached to these things about someone or someone else. How does it feel to finally be able to do a cover like this and be like, it ain't about them, it's about me? And what what does that mean to you? It feels very empowering. Yeah, like I said, like, I feel like this year especially, like I'm really stepping into my own, coming out yeah. as a woman. I feel like I'm officially kind of getting grown now. Okay. I'm really learning myself. Yeah. You know, I'm growing my brand, growing my business. Yeah. I'm just focusing on me now. I feel like I've you know, focus on so many other things for years, which as I've been growing, you know, I was young, you have to yeah. figure yourself out, um, just figuring out how to navigate life, so, I feel like, okay, that's great, she's figuring out how to navigate life, I'm growing, I'm good, now she's back this week, this, now she got a new boyfriend this week after the cover of Essence, now she's back to patch the something, okay, okay, <sighs> I got my essence this month. I I haven't really cracked it open. I just uh, I saw her on the cut. Let, let me, uh, it's another lesson, girls. Okay, here's what I want to tell you too. You got some. You're growing up with some really. I I don't really know what to say. Strange role models. Okay, and and no offense. I like Lori. She's beautiful. Okay, but here's the thing. And I just want to break it to you. You're not Steve Harvey's stepdaughter or daughter or whatever it is. Okay? That's the first thing. Let's get that out of the way. Okay? Now, Lori Harvey is trying to Kardashian her way into society. I don't know what the business is that Lori Harvey does. What the fuck is the business that Lori Harvey does? We don't know. I didn't know for a while what Kardashians did. The Kardashians created a brand just out of being famous for no reason. And I ain't mad at that. They created a whole business, okay? Being, it's good to be white and associated with some black males in, in entertainment business, okay? And to do porn. So it, it works out good. It works out great for them. Um, now we have Lori Harvey, who just to me, I used to say, I said a few years ago, get a get a get a skill, go to school, shit. But she can afford not to, because she has a father, a stepfather who's in the industry and who can put her in all kind of things and do this. And some of y'all, you might get some accidental favor out there like that. But for the most part, most of y'all ain't getting it. And y'all all thinking y'all can just Lori Lori Harvey y'all, Lori Harvey y'all way into shit. Kim Kardashian your way into shit. And here's what I want to tell y'all. Get a skill set. Go to school. If you're going to open up a business, get serious about it. No, 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 no. I'm telling you girls from a place of perspective. I know. I'm just Don't. Lori Harvey and you are not the same. Don't be like, I'm going to go on Instagram and take pictures like Lori Harvey. I want to date Desmond. What's the name? Desmond Dries. What? I don't know shit. I want to date Michael B. Joy. Bitches. Okay. You, I want you to work on yourself first. Love yourself. And if you happen to get Michael B. Jordan or somebody that's great, then we can help you too. But other than that, I think it's a long shot. Okay? So I want you babies to not be looking at this as your, your new, I heard little Devon says, Lori Harvey, so this is your new leader now. 
I don't want y'all to look at Lori as our new leader. I want you to have realistic expectations for your life. I ain't saying you can't get this uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan. I ain't saying that. Shit, he a human being just like everybody else. But what I am saying is that you need to move with clarity and goal setting and having a purpose. I don't want a lot of y'all aim to be sitting up on on like on Diddy's jet or something, or Diddy be a baby or Nick Cannon's mama. Baby mama or some shit like that. I don't want that to be you girls' goals in life. I want you girls to have great goals. What is it? What is it that you dream of? What do you? I mean, really? I mean, seriously? And work at it and work hard at it because what this girl is doing, it's gonna be even a long shot for her because you know why? She's black. So the Kardashian thing, I don't know how well it's gonna work for her. And she ain't had a porn tape out yet. She has a bigger advantage than most because she's Steve Harvey's daughter. And shit. That's okay. That's her advantage. But for the rest of y'all, y'all ain't got this advantage. Don't look at this girl and think, okay, I can just be looking like I'm aimless and just date and run around here and do whatever. And some of y'all can. It, It happens. You know, some shit happens. Sometimes you look up into some shit. But for the most part, most of your shit, you ain't going to look up into Michael B. Jordan. If some of y'all did look up into Michael B. Jordan, then I'd consult you from there. But for the most motherfucking part, y'all ain't locking up into Michael B. Jordan. Most of y'all ain't. Okay? So I want you to, to decide, you know, what am I going to do? Am I going to go to school? Am I going to open up a business? Am I going to take a trade? Am I going to figure, what the fuck am I going to do? With my, but please don't try to lower your heartbeat. No offense, Lori. I just want to. I just want y'all to have some truth said. Truth. This is this show is a come to Jesus sent meeting. Sometimes I gotta have a come to Jesus meeting with y'all. And the thing is, so many. I've seen a lot of young girls. I've been reading sometimes. I'm gonna post up under here, and you know, and people are really. Uh, really thinking they can Lori Harvey, they weigh into some shit. I mean, y'all really admiring her, but she's moving in a in a in a far different way, and um, she has different doors open than you would have. And so you you have to really um, maybe focus and concentrate a little bit more on gaining. A, a skill set. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not trying to throw any shade towards y'all or anything. I just want women to understand that because we have these, uh, it's just like, you know, I talked about this on here one time. We were talking about Lala. Lala was saying something. She had some sort of article or something that she said uh, she never took a job. It was something she said she didn't like or something she didn't do and stuff. And I was like, shit, well, that's easy to say when your ass has been going with, uh, 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 when your ass has been married to Carmelo, shit. (laughs) 
And she got an empty and the proximity of where she lives in New York City, stuff like that. You know, some people got favor. Listen, when you married to, uh, uh, when you, yeah, you could take some of the advice like, oh, that's a great inspirational story, Lala said. But then you also got to realize that Lala's been married to a pro basketball player who's pretty successful. So she didn't have to say no to it. I mean, she didn't have to take a job she didn't like. Because why? She had Carmela to follow the fuck back on. You know what I'm saying? So I just want, we, 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 we got to be, have some wisdom out here. Everybody has advantages. Some are minimal advantages, some are big advantages. But sometimes you got to look at a person and you, you can't, you, what I'm saying is you can't uh, make Lori Harvey go when you ain't got a Steve Harvey daddy. Y'all understand? I hope y'all do, because sometimes I be thinking y'all babies don't understand. And I want you to, because I hate, you know, seeing, I hate seeing y'all find hype. What's next? Let's talk about, there was a Beyonce and Britney Spears collaboration plan. Somebody was actually... This is according to page six dot com. It said, "Plan Beyonce and Britney Spears collaboration falls through." And I go, "Look at God! <laughs> no, look at how God just saved." He saw it. He saw. It. He said, "No, no, no, no." Thank you, Lord. Let's shout. Who was going? Who was going to do this collaboration? No, no. Seriously. Maybe it would have been good. I, I just can't admit. Beyonce almost broke the internet again. The music superstar asked Britney Spears to appear in a new music video, but the collaboration ultimately did not come to fruition. Multiple sources tell Play 6 exclusively. Uh, it's unclear why the pan flew through. Reps for the singers did not respond uh to our request for comment. Beyonce and Spears, both 41, have worked together before. In 2004, the duo sang Queen's hit, We Were Rocky, did they? I remember it. In a Pepsi commercial with fellow pop star Pink. Oh, okay, I'm going to have to look at that. Enrique Iglesias appeared in the iconic Gladiator theme day, too. Huh. The collab with B, Queen B would have been Toxic Singer's second music-related project since her controversial 13-year conservatorship ended in November uh, 2021. Spears made her highly anticipated comeback August 2022 when she and Elton John released their duet at Holy Poster. Let's, it made it to what? It's uh, making the Spears' first top 10 single in decades. Uh, listen, I don't care about the commercial. I don't think this is a collab I would want to see. Y'all might want to see Beyonce and Britney Spears together. I was like, look, thank you, Lord, for saving us from having to to hear that. (laughs) Britney knew what the fuck. Britney said, I ain't showing up nowhere with Beyonce. I saw that in I saw what happened to Alicia Keys. 
She is not about to Alicia Keys me. I'm just not getting out, out here good. She's trying to take my energy already. <laughs> Beyonce tried to add. Britney's smarter than that. Yeah, give it to her. Her people smarter than that. No, it's probably not Britney. It's her people. Her people smarter than that. They saw that energy still come through. Could you jump in a video with me? If it was a nice girl, I would say go for it. Beyonce is a nice girl on the surface, but below the the, 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 the the vibes of her career, she's a nice girl, but the vibes of her career is competitive and uh, bow down bitches like. So I wouldn't show up in the video with her ass at all. I'd be like, nah, you're not about to vampire strip me of my energy. Alicia Keys and me, where I can't put the video out, allegedly. <laughs> nope. Britney Spears saw it. Britney Spears knew the deal. Britney Spears was like, not going to happen. <laughs> oh, hilarious. What else? Elder Borge, arrested for weapon and drug possession. This according to TMZ. Since Rhythm of the Night singer Elder Borg is not dancing until the morning, like, what the hell? Because he got busted in the middle of the night after a run was in with cops at a gas station. Uh, Burbank PD tells TMZ officers slapped the handcuffs on L around 3.40 a.m. Sunday. They did That was last Sunday. They did pull him over. He had already stopped at a gas station when they noticed he had expired tags. But when they approached, they say an expandable metal baton in plain sight. They saw an expandable metal baton in plain sight in L's vehicle. The baton is an illegal weapon, and that prompted cops to further search the vehicle, which is when they allegedly found pepper spray suspecting narcotics. They also found out the boys didn't have a valid driver's license. The singer was arrested and booked on several charges, including possession of, of a leaded claim and a baton, possession of controlled substance, and a possession of drug paraphernalia. Law enforcement tells us they believe the narcotic is heroin. <sighs> That's a hard one. Let me just say this. There's a large family. Ah, such a beautiful family. But that's a family that has been through some shit. Really. I mean, like, you read, you see how you're buying the music? When the, this, no, you know what? I always say they need a, they need a, the, the Barge family needs a movie. So, no, that's the movie I want to see. No, not the behind the music. I saw the Bobby, what was the Bobby movie? That, that wasn't enough. I want to see the, the Barge family movie. Lifetime. No, I don't know if I want Lifetime to do it. Somebody, if y'all want to put a movie together, it got to be about two or three nights, though. The Barge family movie got to be like the Jacksons and the Temptation movie and stuff. Y'all got to have the right writers and everything. Ooh, not that crap they try to do on TV one. No. You need a full three to four night. Boy, like Bobby, I did Bobby. BT might need to do that. Ooh, the Barge family movie would be the movie. They got a story. Oh, they got one. That's the thing, boy. That family got a story. And you talk about constantly being attacked with addiction, and you got some, you know, some heroin. That ain't no joke, baby. No joke. I just pray for L. 
Very sad. Okay. Uh, man, and I, jail, you know, somebody like that, I don't know if they need jail. They, they need help. So very sad to uh, uh, see that. Okay. Do we, have we talked about Neo yet? Neo reportedly expecting another child with alleged baby mama Shade amid divorce from Crystal Smith. It's according to Bossop. It says, has he navigated his divorce from his longtime partner and now estranged wife, Crystal Smith? Neo is reportedly expecting another baby and sharing the first photos of the child he welcomed outside of his marriage. Um, I am blessed. Thank you, God, for my beautiful children and the people that helped me raise them. I love you all, Rose Neo. On Tuesday, he shared photos of his kids, including the youngest son who was born in 2021, okay? Now, let me talk for a second, okay? And let me just say this about, I just want to say, and it says, according to the reports from A Showbiz, Bun B. Singer and a woman named Sade, the mother of the, his youngest child, was conceived during the marriage to Crystal Smith, and they're and they are expecting another child amid his divorce, okay? Uh, oh. Y'all got Neo out here thinking. You know, me and like Neo, can I just say this? Neo, he's decent. But Neo, you know, there are men in life who, because they got a catalog, they got access to all kind of coochie cat, okay? But then there are men who just have a cat. They can, they got a catalog, but they fine, and they even they didn't have a catalog. They still have bitches everywhere. Neo's not that, okay? But y'all out here got his ass believing, okay? He is Lenny Kravitz running around these streets. But I see. Lenny can be a nomad hoe. Have you seen Lenny? I see her. Hey, you like, he a hoe. You just be like, yeah, you, you so fine. Yeah, you gonna be a hoe. You be a hoe if you was broke. Lenny is the type of dude, you know, he's so fine. He'd be a, you just be like, he broke and he'd be in the He'd get women anyway. He's just fine. He'd be like, chill. Okay. Neo, no. Neo would be faithful as fuck. If he was, if he, if he wasn't me, I feel what I feel. But because there's such a desperation among you chicks for these wealthy dudes, I just want you to restore some balance. Neil's got a lot of kids. Let me give you one. Let me give you one. Is it one, two? Looks like about four, five already. Okay, stop. Don't give him no baby. Nick Cannon's another one, too. Be faithful as fuck if he wasn't, uh, he didn't have no money. He had about 10 with one woman. But because you make these dudes think they Lenny, Lenny would not, Lenny would probably have an opportunity. Lenny probably be what he was if he was. Why? Because Lenny, it ain't about his money. Lenny just fine. Okay. He could get women if he didn't have a good tour if he did. But y'all got Neo thinking he's Lenny Kravitz. Ladies, you got to rest- You got Diddy thinking he's Lenny Kravitz. Are y'all, are we going to be more hypergamous ladies? I mean, are we, are we just going to go around? I need y'all to stop making these people. He said, Neo, Chris, Neo, this is a, what, 
with six kids. Diddy got six kids. What he got six steps? Playing on chicks. Okay? The nerves of them. But here's Lenny Kravitz looking like a control. Fine control. Okay? Who else is fine like that? Do it. Maxwell, no kids. So he say, I don't know. He ain't. No, that, I ain't gonna say that. But, but, Max, no kids. I mean, you would think, I would, I would, they would say, he got a, a compound with 12 girls. I'd be like, yeah, shit. Okay? I mean, yeah, okay, he would have a compound, he could have a compound with 12 girls with no money. <laughs> Nick, no. It's all about the check. <laughs> Crazy to me. Neo out here playing. Playing on the way. About to have a second baby. The one is he, he ain't even all the way in divorce, allegedly. And y'all got him in these streets. You girls got him in these streets because he got that little old catalog acting like he, and here, and out here is some available, beautiful. Like, you know, I wouldn't even play in Neil's pot. I'd be like, look, there's too many men out here. It's a shit. Babyface just got in the woods. That's a better pot for me to be over there playing in. <laughs> playing your pot, your five kids. What we? What's the big song on VLC? What's that first album? Because and then what's the next? Where's he produced some good songs? But what's the Beyonce? To the left, to the left. That ain't enough. He got about four, five. He already. This and girls. Neo, no. Don't get. Don't make. Quit making this man think he's he's busy. Hit it. Y'all ain't gonna listen though. I keep going after one. Y'all keep Nick, Nick Cannon to quit making Nick Cannon think he's Lenny Kravitz, Maxwell out in these streets. It's not, you know. Come on, seriously, stop. Just having babies all over. I mean, just making people just thinking. I mean, y'all girls is acting like he's a, he's the last piece of meat on earth, and it's a it's a whole lot of other pieces of meat out here. That more you can do more with. I don't understand. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say about Neo. That's all because I read the story and I was like, how? Like how? And it's not the dog on this. I'm not saying he's not good. He's not handsome. He's decent. He's a handsome guy, but not where you like he. He, this dude would not consist. I don't believe Neo would be this type of dude if he didn't have as much money. You know what I'm saying? He just wouldn't be this. Type. He wouldn't be a player. There's some men, like I said, who could be players on either floor. Like they had money, not had money. But Neo, Neo is just it's. He got songwriting skills, and y'all making him think he's just fly out here. Like, he's fine. Like, he's just getting away with all kinds of stuff. You girls have some dignity. Have some self-respect. <laughs> Quit going after the same thing. There's too many others out here for you to be playing these games. 
with the Neos of the world and the Diddy's of the world, just wasting your time. I'd rather take my chance. I'd rather gamble on me. The only one I say I would try, to, I would think it might be decent with the $250,000 check. If Diddy, if that's true, which I think that's embellished, but if that is true, if he's getting $250,000 checks for spending things, well, shit, that might be worth it. But other than that, no, I wouldn't waste my, no. <laughs> I just want you girls, we got to restore the balance out here. We got to stop the stupid stuff. Now, lady, stop the stupid stuff, okay? Just stop. Stop giving your wounds to people. I don't want to hear no more. I'm scared of y'all. I don't want to hear no more stories about y'all giving up y'all wounds. And Nick Cannon has his 16th baby. Oh, my God. I mean, when it, it's too many men out here for this. Stop it. God. Restore the balance. Get your find your own checks or something. I got. I want you girls to, to stop this foolishness. <sighs> Haiti left with no elected government officials has espoused towards anarchy. Oh my God. Haiti just it just keeps getting worse and worse. But this is from theguardian.com. It says, last 10 remaining senators leave office with gains controlling much of capital, of the capital, a malnutrition crisis and cholera outbreak. It says, the last, uh, it says, the expiration of the officials' terms at midnight on Monday formally concluded their time in office and with it the last semblance of democratic order in the beleaguered Caribbean nation. Haiti, which is currently engulfed in gang violence and the worst malnutrition crisis in decades, now officially has no functioning parliament, as the senators were the last of 30 to remain in office after successive failed efforts to hold elections. This, there is now no constitutional representation at any state level, the latest sign that the country has become a failed state. The Constitution, which uh, until now we have been referring to as the framework for a political transition is essentially just a letter because none of the institutional architecture that is that it describes is currently in place, said Renita Segura, Deputy Director for Latin America and the Caribbean at the International Crisis Group, a peace-building think tank. Haiti is plagued by a, uh, by a series of acute overlapping crises has gained violently, violently exploit a power vacuum to expand their control of the capital. Every democratic institution from Haiti justice system to parliament is no longer functioning. All local authorities' terms expired in 2020 when the Supreme Court last met in February 2022. Only five of the 12 judges remained in office. The breakdown of Haiti, Haitian democracy and its institution has made it impossible to confront war and fractions, which now control an estimated two-thirds of Port-au-Prince. Home to 12 million. Jesus. Haiti has not held timely legislative elections since October 2019 and was plunged further into uncertainty when its president, Jovenel Moses, was assassinated in July 2021 by Colombian mercenaries in the circumstances that remain unclear. Jeez. This is a sad way to hear 
the first black republic just the spirit of Toussaint Louverture is no longer around. Something else going on in there. And then I can say. Sad. You know, there's so many. If one thing that could have just to me been a, a, a symbol throughout the world that black people can create their own governments and govern themselves would have been Haiti. But now we see all these felons of black. It's places in the diaspora, even in Africa. Yeah, yeah. Sad. Moving on to other news. I was supposed to talk about uh, Love After Lockup, and I'm not. The last two, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to leave that for the next show, okay? I'm just going to hit Love After Lockup after next Friday. I'm going to merge, merge it in. I'll catch up with the other two couples after next week. So I'm not feeling it, but I will catch them, catch them up, okay? But I do want to hit this uh, story about Prince Harry reveals Shinsia. I don't know who this person is. Music helps him get through him through family strain, Okay. Prince Harry is a huge fan of Shinsia music. Prince Harry has revealed that he is uh, a Shinjing, has he disclosed in his tell book that the Jamaican artist music helped him through some of the darker days while fighting to extra, uh, extricate himself from the monarchy. Uh, the Duke of Sussex has released a book fair, and he is not sharing any detail as he gets real raw about his life, including the relationship with the American actress and his wife, Meghan Markle, and the monarchy, monarchy reception of her. Harry has been making headlines on Thursday as fans in the media go through the book and come across, come across some of the more scandalous stories he had to share. One of the stories includes his brother, the elder Prince William, assaulting him after an argument. And just trust me, Harry them is just telling too much. It's I mean, I feel like the situation is backfiring on them because they're talking too much. But by seeing this Jamaican singer is, and you know, is his his go-to media, I keep just telling people next up Essence Fest. Okay, I would not be surprised if Meghan Markle and Prince Harry is speaking at Essence Fest within the next year to five years. Okay, I wouldn't be surprised if they down here out there this summer. I said what I said. I've been told y'all this. Told y'all this a long time ago. Y'all already see the writing on the wall. But these two, they just, they, I mean, they a lot. They need like a lot of attention. Okay. Great. I thought that was interesting. All right. Okay. What is it? And, uh, I, we already talked about him last week saying about the Nazi costume. I think we already talked about that in last week's show. Uh, we talked about Scissor's album in last week's show. Um, dang. 
Uh, I'm trying to think, is there any, oh, Mariah Carey. We got to talk about the Mariah Carey news. Okay, so let me see where I'm at. Is this going to be my last story of the night? I don't know. Let me see. Yeah, it is. Okay. Okay, so rumors are that Mariah Carey is allegedly fighting for primary custody of the twins with Nick Cannon, okay? Um, see if I can pull that up. Uh, it says, uh, it's according to Hot97.com, it's saying um, Mariah Carey is allegedly fighting for custody of her two twins shared with Nick Cannon. According to reports, Mariah and Nick share joint custody of Monroe and Moroccan since their divorce in 2014. Mariah says she is the primary caretaker of their children since Nick Cannon now has 12 children. A source told Raider Online the reality of the situation is that Monroe and Moroccan are usually with Mariah anyway. Nick doesn't see much of them, said the source, but she wants to put him on notice that he can't just fit in and out of their lives while he attends to his other children. And she wants legal standing as the twins' primary caregiver. Reports saying that Mariah, Carey, Mariah makes it clear that Nick is a good father but simply doesn't have the time to tend to all his children. Wow. I know that's right, Mariah. Since you're doing the majority of the work anyway, and this is what I said was going to happen. That's what I said. I said what I said, lady. This is what I said. I just made that speech about people, certain people being a waste of time. Don't give him no 14th or 15th or 16th kids. He can't handle the ones he got. Shit. And it was already the other girl complaining just a couple of weeks ago. She's seeing the writing on a lot while and she just had a baby. She's already seeing what the way that I do. Hey, I'm just, that's why I say, just don't do these children like that. Don't bring kids in here because you got a fascination with somebody's fame and wealth. What the fuck? And he's having 15, 16 kids. I'm not surprised about Mariah wanting to do this. I, You know, I'm for, I like men to be in children's lives, but like she's saying, he ain't there no way. And this really, I feel like when somebody like this, if she, if she is fighting him for custody, I don't really think she really wants to take him away from his children. I really think this is a, a thing to push him to be more fatherly to her children. But the problem is, is that he's just got too many. But I know, I feel like that's what she's trying to do. There's a, this is her way of just trying to say, hey, you need to spend time with the kids. You need to be a part of the kids' life before I just completely take take, uh, take them. And Mariah got that long cash, okay? So I am pretty sure that Mariah Carey can, uh, uh, you know, put up a pretty big fight, okay? Okay, so I thought this was my last story, but it's not. It's Tory Lane's father speaks out. Urges fans to forgive Meg Stallion. Okay. Uh, it says, this is according to RonsonSnitch.com. It says, last month, Canadian rapper Tory Lane's father, son, star Peterson, accused Black Nation of causing Tory's conviction for shooting Houston rapper Megan Thee Stallion in a fiery speech outside the court. Last night, Tory's father went on live Instagram and spoke about how they continue to fight against the machine and how the family has already forgiven Megan. Okay. Uh, 
Man, do we, do we have the audio? Okay, so let me play some of the audio so y'all can hear it. Hey, and this will be the last story of the night, but let me put it up here. Hey, everybody. Say that those of you who showed up for a live at 7 to find that my page had gone dark with just a black screen there, um, that I pray that you, you return. Thank you again for those of you who actually reached out. I've had a couple of calls and messages, and people are saying, hey, how can we help you to do this? How can we help you to do that? Want to get, can we get you on station head, et cetera, et cetera? And I appreciate all of that. I'm not coming tonight with vengeance in my heart. I'm not coming to try to tear people down. I'm not trying to render evil for evil. Uh, as the word of God that I have taught and lived or sought to live for years, have told me to love even my enemies. It's not easy sometimes, I can tell you that. Okay. I had to go over to his live. It's like 30, 40 minutes, but it's interesting. Listen, let me just say this. Okay, forgive Megan. Megan's the one that, uh, I, I, listen, I, I told y'all my feelings on this court case. If I was a judge, I'd throw it all out because everybody was lying. Even though I believe Megan got shot, and I believe she got shot by Tori. But my belief is, to me, isn't enough to convict someone. You have to have the proper evidence. And I feel like the evidence has been so muddy and so crazy, and everybody's had so many different stories that I don't see how anybody could have convicted in this. However, I feel like they haven't still to this day, Tori hasn't made clear about what did happen if he didn't shoot. What did happen? There has not been any defense to that. So, you know, I really, I don't know what to say about this case. I said my piece on it. I really think it should be thrown out. He shouldn't be convicted at all because of all the lies that was happening. Even though I believe she got shot, she got shot by him. But belief, as I always say, is not what convicts some people. What convicts people is evidence, substantial amounts of evidence, or circumstantial evidence. In this case, I think everybody was all over the place. And just because we have a gut feeling of something, like you might be saying, yeah, I really believe we did it. But the whole thing is the proof has got to be there. And this case was just too messy. And I just, the punishment would have been for everybody involved for me is to just throw it out. If I'm a judge. But he's going to be sentenced, I think, in February. So y'all all know how that'll go for him. I'm expecting it probably won't be good. You know. Sad, but you need to think about what, when, what, I mean, how'd you get yourself into that, a position like that? Crazy out there. There's a, and that's the story too about not being where you're supposed to be. He shouldn't have had himself out at, 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 at that was kind of crazy. And look at him now. Now he, he might do a 20 year bid behind some drunk shit. Crazy. Nutty, sad, sad. Probably don't even remember doing it or why he did it. What it is. <laughs> oh, my God. What a world, okay? All right, you guys. So 
we have come to the end of the show. I'm a little early at the end, but listen, what we'll do is next week I'll probably have a show next Saturday, one more show I may have, and then we're going to take a break for a minute. Then I'm going to come back and do more shows. But I'm going to try to have a show this Saturday. We'll see how it goes or whatever. And uh, But until then, I will see you guys. Remember, I'm not coming back on after this because I'm getting off a little early tonight. Not that much early, but a little bit early. But remember, you guys can hit me up on the Carlotta Chatwood Facebook page. You can also hit me up on Carly's underscore galaxy on uh, on Instagram. And for Twitter, it's Chatwood Show and Carlotta72. And remember, you can always go to the Carlotta Facebook page to uh, send me messages and things like that, too. Okay, so you guys, I hope you had a wonderful time listening to all the news and and all that stuff that I just be talking it up as. If you are new or if you're a new listener, hey, feel free to write me or say hi and stuff like that. I'm always I always welcome hellos. Thank you and tell me if you like the show. Tell me what you did like, okay? That's cool, okay? That's fine with me, all right? So thank you guys for hanging out with me like you do every week. I'm glad I got this late night show in for y'all. I'm glad I got part two. I don't think I'm missing any stories. Let me look. Hold on. I had to look real quick. Y'all know how I be doing when I be missing stories. Hold on. Let's see. I got to make sure I didn't miss any stories from y'all. Look, I got everything. I did. I'm so happy. I'm so proud. We, I, I think we didn't talk about the, the Dr. King sculpture. But I think maybe we talked about it on the part one, okay? I think we did, okay? Okay, you guys, I am out. You guys have a wonderful week, okay, rest of your week. Happy uh, belated MLK Day. I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, the day. And I am out. I will see y'all. Okay, we're leaving out with, uh, let's leave out with, Maxwell's Bad Habits. It's the CC Show. I'm Carlotta. I'm out. See y'all Saturday, Godless. Bye. I know.